It's time to play some D&D. You emerged from the forest to a clearing where in the background you could see a castle seemingly under siege. Cragmaw Castle. It looks a bit the worse for wear, though you can clearly see that it is still standing tall. And a warband of orcs is camped outside, creating somewhat of a perimeter in a clearing a good three, four hundred yards away. What do you do? Voderook, first of all, will take <clears> off <throat> out his uh, war hammer that he got from the chief and start to take steps forward. You are probably a good three, four hundred feet from the perimeter of the camp. You don't see anyone yet. It is getting late in the afternoon, so there might be sentries about, but you don't see anybody yet. Are you are you sure you want to go up there not knowing who, what orcs these are? Worked last time. That doesn't mean it's going to work this time. So we kill them. Or they kill us. Why not just go around? Gonna look at the rest of the party. I'm all for avoiding a fight if we don't have to, but it seems like they're probably going to the same place we are. So why not skirt around this camp, keep stealth, and approach the castle and take stock of what we see? And give them time to do what we came to do? Or we get there before they do. We don't know if they're in that camp. We, I can't tell, and I'm not really willing to risk my neck to walk up there to find out. Do we know if this is the same group of forks that we saw before? I don't think so. That's my point. Like, I don't, I don't think we... Like, we can't, I can't course, tell if it's them or not. Of course, if there's more than one band of orcs in this area, then we've got bigger problems than we thought we did. This is true. I mean, I guess we could maybe get a little closer and see if there are any banners flying that would signify um, the band of orcs we've already run into. Roderick's is going to keep taking steps forward. Maybe stealthily would be best. Well, I'm pretty sure Godark's going to march right into that camp no matter what we say. Well, Syria is going to cast Pass Without a Trace on the party while we're trying to be careful and stealthing. Read me the spell Pass Without Trace. Veil of Shadows and Silence radiates from you, making you and your companions... Masking you and your companions from detection. From For the duration, each creature you choose within 30 feet, including me has a plus 10 bonus to the dexterity stealth checks and can't be tracked except by magical means. Awesome. So you guys are going to move closer to camp? And we also leave no tracks behind while this spell is in effect. 
So, Godoruk, we're going to approach the camp stealthily, and then we'll see if we can recognize if it's the same band of orcs. And regardless whether or not it is, I recommend we go around. Because if you remember, the leader said if he saw us again... Lave whispers to Droop. Droop, you used to live here, right? Um, long time ago? Do you remember if there's any secret passages inside? Um, not really. Sorry. That's okay. <clears throat> so I, I guess, uh... Stealthily. <laughs> I guess we'll <laughs> move forward stealthily towards the the camp. As you creep towards the camp and you get within about a hundred yards, you can start to more clearly see the vast number of tents are here. It looks very much like a siege is taking place. As you navigate around the southern part of the camp, you can start to see the other side. There's a vast no man's land between the eastern side of the castle and the start of the band. Bodies of orcs, bugbears, goblins, and hobgoblins litter the battlefield. And as you look over to the war camp, you see the familiar banner heads with giant bear skulls right in the middle. We should maybe keep moving. Even recognizing the the banner, like I I seem to remember that uh, that orc saying that if he saw us here at this castle, he was just going to attack us. So it's not like there's any friendliness to be had here today. No, but this is actually perfect. While they're in the midst of combat, that's a perfect distraction for us to get inside. Mm-hmm. So let's let's just move past the camp. <clears throat> we'll stick to the to the trees. And um, try to apo- approach the uh, the castle, I guess, from the western side. Like the siege, like we're coming at the castle from the eastern side. I'm guessing, or the northeast. You're coming. You're you came down from the north, to the northwest from the north west towards the north western side of the castle. North, yeah, northwest. Sorry, yeah, west. I'm I was. Sorry, facing, I meant to say the western side the of the castle is, is facing the warband. Pardon me. So let's just let's just go go around the camp and come from, you know the other side see if we can't sneak in do a little flank yep that sounds like a good idea as you continue to walk through the tree line you see a party of bugbear and goblin starting to emerge in front of you you can count 
about four bugbears and six goblins, and they seem to be trying to sneak towards the camp. Odorith is going to grip his warhammer real tight, ready for a fight. They do not detect you because you are still covered by Pass Without Trace. So... We should... We should maybe let them go. Wait. The goblins? When did you get soft? Not We're here soft. to get Gundren, not fight everything in our I'm, path. I'm trying to be a little bit more strategic here. There'll be I mean, plenty of fighting when we get inside the castle. Sometimes oh, you sure. pick your fights. But I don't. Uh, I don't know how long this pass with this spell. It lasts, lasts. for an hour. Oh. Okay. And you have to save 30 feet within me. So rushing ahead on your own isn't a good idea while we're trying to see if we can get Gundren. So let's let's just let this this group go by us and that'll serve as another distraction and we'll just make our way to the to the castle and the goblins. Could we tell which advancing. way they came out from? From the castle? Like where they emerged from? They emerged from the forest, they did not come from the castle. And they are continuing to move closer to the camp. Fine, we'll do it your way. Yorks can handle this themselves. Can't take all the blood, or they'll get mad. Alright, let's let's go. Getting mad is what we do best. Alright, give me a stealth check. Twenty-seven. Ten, correct? Yep. Twenty. I'm all stealth check plus ten. Okay. Uh, Twenty-five. I'm sorry. I got a thirty. Twenty-eight. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't add my original stealth modifier. The party succeeds regardless. As you slip past, you hear a war horn. And a volley of arrows comes towards the bugbears and the goblins. And you see six orcs start to rush them. At the head is Brugor, the orc. And they engage as you continue to move along the tree line. Yeah, let's keep moving. Mm-hmm. As you're skirting the tree line to no man's land, you can see as you grow close to the castle again, approaching now from the southern tree line of the castle. The castle itself has a number of towers with arrow slits and murder holes. You can see the goblins have done a lot of work to patch up various areas that seem to have been decrepit over the years and to reinforce various places with beams and additional mortar 
There is an entrance at the front of the castle with two sides of steps leading up to a landing. And you can see from your distance that the main door seems to be crumpled in somewhat. Like it's a long since fallen door that they didn't even try to repair. And the southern face, as you come around a bit of a, a, a kind of a overgrowth, you can see that there is an additional side entrance, but there are many murder holes that face your direction. Um, I mean, do we want to go in the front door? Well, we've only got two choices. It looks like, unless we can find another way in, uh, which I would love, but I don't know if we have time. If the front door looks as bad as it does, then it might only be a matter of time before the orcs how, make a final assault. How far are we from the from the front gate? From the front gate, you're probably a good two to three hundred feet. A good hundred and fifty of that feet is in the open. And from the southern steps that you can see this side entrance, you're a good hundred feet away with again nothing between you. There's no cover. It is completely in the open. Can can I see any guards? You cannot currently see any guards, but you can see one, two, three, four different arrow slits pointing in your direction. Seems that there are two towers and a southern wall that all have visibility to that side. You can only imagine that the goblins inside would be on high alert given the recent siege of the orcs. You you think we could maybe have something bait their sight while we sneak into the castle gate? Um, I mean, it's that. possible. While you've been discussing, you look back and you can see that the bugbears and goblins have now been slain along with two different orcs from the party. Brugor raises one of the heads in victories and retreats back to the camp. Well, So how about a distraction long enough for me to be able to take a shot if they shoot through those arrow slits? How about a 10 minute distraction? I mean, um, we if could they like, take shots at your distraction and they see that their shots are not hitting anything, it's going to be. That, that That's okay. I think, I think I've got this. Uh, Leif would like to cast Silent Image to make a very ethereal form of um, a banshee with the horrendous face. And would like to have it floating um, about 40-ish feet in the air and just kind of like slowly move around up in the air. Where? Um, in front of us, about like, it goes about like 60 feet forward. Between you and the southern opening or between you and the front of the castle? Front of the castle to distract the any archers. What's the range on the spell? Uh, 60 feet. So I can, I can, it can move but I can 
as we move forward, it can go forward too. You are, we can we establish a good, a good ways. Oh, we're away, really away far from out. The front of the castle. We're like 300 feet away from the front of the castle. Right. Oh, I thought we were like 150. My bad. That's where we are from the side door. Is 100 feet. Right. Oh. But it's all it. out in oh. the open. I want to try to get in that side door. I think. Um. Let's see. That to disguise us. You know, um, we could probably, if we can, can we see anything through the arrow slits? Uh, is there, give like, can a, I roll perception? Yeah, give me a perception check. Or maybe somebody better than me can roll perception. Because I, oh, never mind, I got a 19. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> From this distance, you can't make out exactly what it is, but you can see the light backlighting these arrow slits and you do see periodic movement pass across the parapet that's facing the front of the castle as well as the side wall that's facing towards the south um i think there's something else we could do but i mean obviously us running there will blow our cover but i can lead the way and have us all in a shroud of darkness i I can see through it's, it. It's daylight. It doesn't matter. It's magical darkness. Yeah, yeah but they're just going to see magical darkness. It's a big darkness. ball of blackness running at the castle. Correct. Yeah, but they're going like, to see us running anyway. I mean, at least I'd they rather would, they'll them have see... a harder time hitting us. That's the point. I like, I like that idea, except I won't be able to see where I'm going. I can lead the way, I said. Yeah. I can see through it. Are we, are we going to hold hands? I don't like the idea of not being able to see. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just hmm. Look, we can all hold hands, yes, and run to the door. I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, it's it's not a bad idea. No, it's, it's not bad. If we, it's don't, just if we don't have anything else, then it's, it's probably better than just running at the castle blindly. Fine. Let's do that if we have no other options. You hear... Is war horns come from the orc camp oh, and you see like 30 orcs emerge from the front and make a line in front of their camp facing towards the castle and they start chanting and beating their shields or we could use that yeah, uh, that seems That's a pretty like a pretty good. Okay. Moments later, you hear emerge from the castle, and twenty hobgoblins come out the front door. Four door hobgoblins with. Wolves emerge from the side door. And three goblins that you can see go atop the tower facing the southeast or southwest, excuse me. A fight is brewing. 
Okay, I feel like once once those people clash, then that's our perfect opportunity to kind of sneak in through the side door because they're not going to be paying as much attention over here when there's a huge fight going on. We got to do something about those guys that just came out, though. They're going to be flanking Five the ports, probably. Uh, as long as we can hide from them, then they shouldn't be coming for us. Alright, we can we can wait for a moment and see what happens. Is there any birds in the area? Not that you can see. So I guess we'll just watch and see what happens. How far away are they? The group on this side is now about 80 feet from you. They are slowly emerging and walking down a staircase coming from the south side of the castle. They seem to be trying to get an angle and a view of the battlefield from the side and readying crossbows pointing in the direction of the orcs. How many many hobgoblins? Four hobgoblins accompanied by wolves in equal number. Plus the three goblins on the parapets. That's what you can see. Yeah. That's not that's not counting any potential enemies that are that are populated behind the arrow slits. Those just emerged at the top of that tower. Okay. All right, guys. What's your feelings? How you feel about that? Um, we can close the distance on this party that's at the side here and try to silence them before they can raise any alarm. Well, I mean, if they find us, that's one thing, but if we can stay hidden from them, they're probably going after the orcs, like I said, so if we can get past them and get in the door, then... Let's... Okay. They look like they're ready for range, so... Yeah, we can, we can try to sneak past them. Let's do it. The hobgoblins take aim, and you can see a volley of arrows of much greater number than what you can see fly towards the orcs that have been slowly advancing on the battlefield as they litter the field right in front of the orc band. The orcs cry out and start rushing. In return, in a back line of volley of arrows towards their attackers. The wolves around the southern party seem to be staying put and are vigilant. Okay. Doesn't look like they're going anywhere. Roll for (laughs) stealth to sneak past them? Um, Aren't they on stairs or coming downstairs? We'd have to literally push past them. I would say in this situation, you could stealth past the hobgoblins, but the wolves are going to see you. Mm. Well, there's no way around it. Uh, 
How far away from them are, are are we now? About 80 feet. Okay. And they're like, what, on the bottom of the stairs now? or They are out in the clearing. Um, pass, pass without trace makes it so that we can't be tracked except by magical means. So the wolves yes. wouldn't be able to sense us. They can still beat our perception yeah. checks. And if we're hiding in plain sight, that's a big disadvantage. This is true. <laughs> it doesn't make I, you invisible. Yeah. No, it just, no, it just gives, gives us plus 10 to stealth checks. So if um, they're looking in your direction, they're going to see you no matter how stealthy you are. We could try to blind all of them with darkness as well and let us pass. Yeah, that was my thought, is that if they're all inside the... Like, if they're clumped up together over there, then if we cast darkness on top of them, then maybe we can sneak around the backside. Yep, mm -hmm. I do have to be within 60 feet, but... So we'd have to venture, can... like, 20 feet out first and then cast it. Samir, do you happen to solve that potion I gave you? Oh, that's a good call. Uh, I should. Yeah. Where is it? <laughs> Did I not put it on my sheet? I think I put it on I put the one I got on mine. It, it, it's, okay. it's okay. It's okay. Uh, we know you have it. Yes. Of invisibility. I can go invisible, get right up close to them, and cast some darkness in the group. Yeah. To cast it, doesn't your invisibility drop? Um, no. No, because he's not concentrating on the invisibility. Um, well, it does if I, if I cast a spell, so I'll have to cast it. Ah! I would like to um, use two sorcery points to cast darkness... I'd like to unsheath um, Talon and cast it on the blade. Okay. And and then as I cast it, immediately be sheathing it back. So it's that way the darkness doesn't actually go anywhere. It's hidden in the sheath. Which is how that spell works. Okay. How far are they? How far can I throw Talon? <laughs> We're not throwing the sword. Trust me on this. 80 feet? The last time you said trust me on this, we ended up in a fight with a dragon. Because no one trusted me on that. Because <laughs> no one trusted me. <laughs> anyway. Hobgoblins have readied a second volley and are firing again. Come here, you start to see orcs yep. taking arrows but continue to advance as the hobgoblins in front of the castle stay strong. Uh, I'd like to drink the potion of invisibility. I'm going to yeah. whisper to Ashin, be ready. Maybe we can... Uh, take down the wolves from a distance within the uh, volley from the orcs. So it doesn't seem there's, like it's coming from There's four from us. wolves, right? There are four wolves. But we can at least take out goblins. two. We can disguise our arrows with the arrows from the orcs. This is true. Possibly, can we? Do, rule of cool. Do please. I have to add it to the <laughs> I That's That's a hell of a rule of cool. You can't ask for the rule of cool. It just happens. <laughs> yeah, you can't ask. I ask. To get um, down. No. <laughs> if we if the D, if the them. DM will allow me to time my shots with the incoming orc volley, me as well. Also, I have a well, they're shooting at the main body of goblins and hobgoblins. 
or the main body of hobgoblins in the front of the castle, I'm assuming. The hobgoblins <laughs> like... are facing towards the orcs currently. Yeah. Okay, well, if you'd like, I'm just going to go and blind them all, and then you guys can sneak in. I'll follow. Right. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just concentrating on this spell, so whatever okay. y'all decide. I, I have Talon Sheath, I drink the potion invisibility, and I'm and I move forward at a, a decent jog towards the group. You have to. You're going to need to give me a stealth check. Yep. Because once you break 30 feet away from Mysteria, you're no longer covered by a pass without trace. Yep. I got a 20. Okay. As in a, as in a. Well, that's just a, no, no, a, 18 plus two. Okay. So then... just a dirty 20. Got do, you. Do I get okay. in a bonus for invisibility? No. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's invisible. He... Invisibility gives you a bonus. Yeah, what do I get for that? I don't um, know. It doesn't tell me on this potion. It's a stealth check. You got a 20. You beat the DC. Okay. Okay. There you go. As you move closer to the party, you can see the orcs are still advancing on the castle and are within about 80 feet of the front of the castle. The hobgoblins seem to be completely drawing their bows and are com- and are loosing arrows after arrows into this party. You can clearly see Brugor ready to ram into the front of this hobgoblin line and the hobgoblins that are on that you're approaching are continuing to reload and loose arrows at will. But they do not notice you. As I get within about 15 feet of um, of the group, I pull out, I unsheath Talon, and then darkness just radiates in the 15-foot circle around me. And I move very close to the group to blind them. As you do, the wolves and the hobgoblins are confused, and they start yelling. What is is going on? I can't see. I can't see. And they're being very loud. (laughs) Oh, I'm backfiring. Well, we've got to go with the plan. Because now Leif's out there on his own. Let's roll. Let's go. All right, so we'll try and be stealthy as we run across there. But... I'm going to just keep my eyes up at the like the parapets and arrow slits as we get close. You get within 30 feet of the southern wall and arrows from the arrow slits start to meet the party and we roll for initiative. Yay! Ooh. Actually, give me one second. I need to edit this encounter.
Okay. All right, give me your initiative order. 21. 16. Two. Six. Six, 16 what? <laughs> 22. Okay. Six. Six. Yes. Six and Vimir. 24. Wow, nice rolls, guys. I rolled a 19. I rolled a nat 20, so I'm probably going to roll a nat 1 on my, you know, to hit. Don't say that. <laughs> Where you had one of those? I'm a realist. <laughs> Bamir, you're first. You see 30 feet away and about 10 feet off the ground, the arrow slits, the two arrow slits facing you from the southern wall are firing arrows. You can see that there is a series of what appear to be creatures that are firing and then taking cover behind the wall only exposing themselves to fire. And it okay. seems like they are not in sequence, so they are going one slit is firing, then the other slit is firing. So you're telling me that I can only hit one of them? I'm telling you that you can't see them until they fire. Okay. I'm going to cast... Ooh, I don't know if this is a good idea or not, but they're already making a bunch of noise. So I'm, and they know we're here. So I'm going to cast Shatter it right through those arrow slits. Into that they're in. I'm gonna update the map here. Give me one second. Oh, there's two. Okay. Hold on. I'm gonna update the map. Give me a momento. Uh, real quick, is the party away from me or next to me? I will get there. Would you okay. give me a second, please? <laughs> I did not anticipate you guys coming from this direction. And that's totally <laughs> fine. It's totally fine. We'll have you guys around here. Uh, let's see. I'm going to uh, I'm not. Okay. I want you guys to imagine that you have hobgoblins and wolves about a good 30 feet to the left of where you currently are now as avatars. And Leif, are these you are five going foot to be, squares or ten foot These are squares. ten foot squares. So Leif, you're about here with your fifteen foot radius of darkness around you. We're gonna say that everything is in the four square cube kind of around you. Um Godric, if you want to keep our side protected from those guys. Like just keep keep an eye out in case they rush out of that darkness. All right, I will turn and level my shield toward that way. All right. I'll um, back if you got mine. I'm going to move up then um, to 
basically as close as I can get to the wall, I guess. Okay. And then uh, try and uh, to the to the right. Though. Um, to try and uh, cast shatter as close as I can to the middle of that room. So that is 10 feet off the ground. You would basically have to look up and you'd be able to cast it up into the slit. Uh, it's a it's a 10 foot radius, so um, maybe I'll go back a little bit then or not uh, get that close just so I can target you the middle of the will, thing. You still will be able to just see into the room. You're not going to be able to see much. You're going to be looking at a vertical angle. That's fine. I'll just so cast I would, it. I would say I'll just you, cast w- it right inside the window then. Yeah, I would say that you'd be able to to put it kind of in this area up here. If that makes sense. Like this first uh, square inside is what you could see. Fair? If you're doing something with your mouse, I can't see it. <laughs> it, it the the square just behind. So basically where okay. you are, the square just behind the the actual arrow slit, you'd be able to put right there. All right. Uh, then as far to the left as I can on that square, because it's a 10 foot radius, which sure. means it's a 20 foot 20 foot diameter area. Sure. Um, and so anything um, anything that's within like, you know, 10 feet of that spot mm-hmm. needs to make a constitution save. Okay. Hmm. Uh, 17. Okay. Um, that succeeds. 17 and 15. Uh, both of those succeed, so they only take half damage. Uh, And I rolled 11, so they take 5. As you look up through the arrow slit, you can't make out any enemies, but you place your spell where you can see just inside. And as you strum your lute, we hear a loud cacophony of sound. And all you hear from inside is all kinds of sounds that sound like goblins being hurt badly. Then I'm going to press myself up against the wall. Okay. And you are out of sight of the arrow slit. Just so you're aware. That was my goal. Just wanted to confirm. All right. Next, Godoruk. I rage. It's a good call. Um, and... think there's anything I can do, so I'm going to just hold my action. Wait and see what happens with Gage and the rest of the party. We can always just all push up to the wall and get inside the building. And leave you there to die. Yeah. Nope. He's invisible. He'll be I'm, fine. I'm, in, I'm invisible and shrouded in magical darkness. Just to remind you that. Well. Staying uh, put either hey, way. Yeah, if, seen... if, 
if you want to push, if you want to push up to the wall with uh, Bamir, do that in case anybody comes out to hit him. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll 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 stick with Bamir. I don't like him that much. <laughs> All right, you're gonna push up to wall to Bamir. Ashin. Um. Can I see up into those parapets any enemies exposed right now? No one is exposed. They're only exposed when they're firing. So how am I supposed to attack them? You have to ready an action. So you would basically you would ready an action that when they appear, you use that as a reaction to fire. Correct. Okay, let's do that then. Okay, so you're going to stay put? Yep. Okay. Is that all you want to do with your turn? Well, I can't see them to cast Hunter's Mark, so... Yeah, the problem with readying an action is that that's your whole... Like, that'll be your whole initiative, is Yeah, that's, that's all you do. So... I'm, I'm not questioning. And you'll I'm be stuck asking. out there. I am just being polite as a DM. Just asking. Hmm? What's that? I, I was just asking. That's all. I'll shoot the moment one of them pokes his head up. All right. It is now a wolf's turn. The wolf kind of confused, kind of stumbles about around, but is not able to find its way out of the darkness. Another wolf, also confused seems to break free of the darkness and trains its eyes on the party. And it moves close to you, Ashin, Asteria, and Droop. Not close enough to strike, but close. Leif, you're up. Um, the one that broke out of the darkness, Leif would like to get within range of it and attack it with uh, Talon. Now, if you move, the darkness moves with you. Because yes, you, you, um, you cast it on, on your sword. Correct. And I have a five-foot range, so would they still be... If I was five feet away, would I still be with If them? you left them, you would basically open up the rest of the group to sight again. Okay, but they still can't see past darkness because I'm still between them and the group. Correct. Well, okay. most of it Yeah, so I'd like to get, like, that weird diagonal, almost, like, slightly up of it, and then be, out, be five feet away from the wolf and attack it. I shouldn't be within range of blinding them. Okay. That'd still be a darkness shield. So you are still darkness within the party. The group of hobgoblins and remaining wolves can now see Bamir and Godoruk but they cannot see the rest of the party behind your darkness. And you're going to attack the wolf. Roll to hit. Uh, 16. That will hit. Hi, how are you? For how much damage? Uh, for 12 damage. 
for 12 damage. With Talon, you said? Correct. As you sneak up behind the wolf, you plunge your sword deep through the back of its side, piercing straight to the hilt, and the wolf falls over without making a sound. It is dead. Okay, and then I would like to use the rest of my movement to kind of get back and then block the party from sight again. Okay. Okay. Also, by the way, I'm no longer invisible because I attack, so it breaks the ability. But you are still shrouded in darkness, so technically you are invisible. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> At this point, one of the goblins from the left arrow slit exposes himself to take a shot. Ashin, roll to hit. 26. That'll hit. damage as you eye up your mark and loose the arrow you can see it go right through the slit and into the face of the goblin attacker and he falls backward out of view presumably dead all the while you can hear the clashing of swords and shouting from the front of the castle The next goblin peers its head out of the same slit and takes a shot at Asteria. Fourteen to hit. Does not hit. And he shoots and the arrow goes right down to your feet and misses. On the right arrow slit. Another goblin exposes himself and also targets Asteria. 15 to hit. Does not hit. Also misses. And as he removes himself from view, another goblin makes himself visible and also misses his mark of Ashin. The hobgoblins. One of the hobgoblins stumbles out of the darkness towards the castle, a bit confused, and it locks eyes on Godoruk and begins to run towards you and gets within about 15 feet of you, but does nothing. Another hobgoblin stumbles around in the darkness but is unable to escape and the final wolf seems to jump and emerge from darkness right along with his two or with the other hobgoblin that managed to make its way out of the darkness and rushes Bamir and Godoruk getting within 10 feet but is unable to take an action Asteria Uh, Asteria is going to use Wild Shape. 
she's going to be in her bear form. Let's go. And then she's going to move up to attack the wolf before it can reach the mirror and go to rook. Roll to hit. Bear. Where is your stuff here? Plus six. Uh, 25 to hit. That'll hit. All right. And she's going to do the multi attack. Okay. Give me a damage roll on the first attack, though. Yep. The bite is for seven damage. Okay. And then the claws are for 12. As your body begins to shimmer and grow in size into the form of the bear. The glimmer recedes and you are now in the shape of a great green dire bear. And as you charge towards this wolf that is moving towards your friends, it looks back just in time to see you bite right on the back of its neck and dig your claws deep into its body, pinning it to the ground. When you bite, you rip back your head biting a huge chunk out of its spine and the wolf doesn't move. It's dead. The last remaining wolf is trapped in darkness. A hobgoblin that was trapped in darkness is now also wandered out of the darkness and sees a great green bear and goes to shoot it with its bow. That is a 21 to hit. That's you, Asteria. Yes, that hits. That hits? Okay. Just barely. For a total of... Five damage. Okay. Um. The last remaining hobgoblin remains stuck in the darkness. And we come back to Bamir. Okay. Uh, I've got a guy in front of me. Uh, you said it was a goblin, right? There's, There is... There are... Two hobgoblins within view. The one wolf that was charging you is now dead. There is a hobgoblin that's probably 20 feet away from you and another one that's probably 35 to 40 feet away from you that just emerged from darkness. Okay. I For some reason, I thought there was somebody coming down the stairs at me. No. The goblins... Okay. Are the, so far, the only goblins that have exposed themselves have been through the arrow slits. Okay. Um. All right. Then I am going to I'm going to cast uh, Vicious Mockery at one of the 
one of the hobgoblins coming up. Okay. Um, sorry, my windows got messed up. I had the same problem. Okay. Um, yeah, Vermeer points at the hobgoblin coming up and says, you bootless plume pluck nut hook, get, get away from us. And it requires a uh, dexterity save, or sorry, wisdom save. It fails the save. And he takes a whole point of damage and suffers disadvantage on his next attack roll. As the hobgoblin hears your words, he gives you the bird. And that is it. Uh, Godorok, it is your turn. Um, not wanting to get away from the wall and open myself up to a volley of arrows, I'm going to grab a javelin and just chunk it at the goblin that Amir uh, just cursed. The hobgoblin? Okay. Yeah, hobgoblin. Yeah. Roll to hit. Twenty-three. That will hit. Seven damage. As you see this hobgoblin flip the bird, you pull out a javelin <clears throat> and shuck it straight at its center mass, and it pierces its stomach. <clears throat> and the goblin doubles over, or the hobgoblin rather, doubles over, but then rises to his feet, pulls out the javelin, and throws it down to the ground. He's looking in bad shape. He's pouring blood from the wound. Never remove a, uh, an item from a puncture wound. That's just that's just poor first aid skills right there. Ashin, you're up. Uh, you, you, Ashin, only have visibility on the one hobgoblin that everybody has been making uh, making eyes at because the other one is kind of between the darkness and you. Okay. Um, I want to move 30 feet forward. Okay. Like towards us? Yep. Okay. Oh, is that the full 30 feet? Yep. Can I see the other hobgoblin? You now can see both, yes. I would like to attack the wounded hobgoblin. The wounded hobgoblin, okay. <clears throat> um, I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark on him. Okay. And then I'm going to roll to hit. 19. That'll hit. Uh, 
That's 12 damage. As you pull back your bow and you release the arrow, it goes straight into his throat and he falls over, doubled over dead. Fuck you, buddy. Now you're dead. What's up? Flip off my friends. You guys stole my kill. <laughs> my bad. I mean, you're not going to kill much when you just shout him at him with mocking words. I've killed before with less. Yeah, I know. Your looks. They're deadly. One of the wolves... Make hearts stop. What do you know? One of the wolves is still trapped in darkness, unable to escape. And Leif, you're up. Okay, so there's one wolf in darkness and two hobgoblins left? Correct. And I'm just going to let known the fact that Droop did move up to the wall in his last turn. move to... You didn't move me. Oh, did, oh, that's right. Asteria, you are Dire Bear up here. Yep. All right, Leif, you're up. Yep. Um, so still alive in your darkness are a are two wolves and two hobgoblins. Uh, okay. Uh, the hobgoblin that came out of the darkness to shoot at Asteria, I would like to go up behind them and attack. Okay. And that 20, so 27. I That's will. a critical hit. That is yep. a critical hit. So give uh, me damage. Cool. 21. You double your dice? I I just rolled two d8s. Do I just double the damage or roll two d8s? Either way. Yeah. Okay, I just did. I rolled two d8s and did 21. Okay. But you doubled the dice, so you roll two d8s. That's the way it works this time. Okay. Because yeah. you don't you yeah. don't double the modifiers. Correct. Yeah, I got I got twelve and I got uh, As you see the goblin emerge or the hobgoblin emerge and take fire at your friends, you come up behind and drive your sword up through the back and chest of the hobgoblin, lifting him slightly off the ground before turning your blade and having him slump off dead. Okay. And I basically Setting myself between the party and the last wolf, keeping that wolf darkness. Oh, there's again, there's two hobgoblins and two wolves still. Or two hobgoblins and a wolf. Excuse me. Got it. Where I'm at is fine. Okay, where you're at is fine. Okay. Yeah, sure. Any closer and I blind uh, Syria, so. One of the goblins peers out from one of the arrow slits, takes fire at now the great green bear it sees before it and misses. As it retreats, a goblin from the other arrow slit takes aim and also misses. And once swapping places apparently you're too close and too large to hit because they can't hit the broad side of the barn they must still be <laughs> feeling the effects of the cacophony of noise caused by the shatter spell because damn it they all miss 
and Asteria, it's your turn. One wolf and two hobgoblins left, right? Correct. But they are all in darkness. Break for the door? Yeah, I guess. I'll start moving. I'll take my movement up to the door. Okay, you're going to take your movement up to the door? Yeah. You'll, you'll be up to the steps. Okay. Ten foot squares. Okay. That poor wolf in that darkness is just so disoriented. One of the, gobl- one of the hobgoblins does manage to stumble his way out and makes a run for Ashin. That'd be a 20 to hit. Just barely. He hits you for six slashing damage. The next hobgoblin emerges behind him and also takes a run for you, Ashin. But he whiffs, still having his eyes adjust from the darkness. And we're back to you, Bamir. All right. So there are now two hobgoblins right next to Ashin. There is a wolf still in darkness. Uh, the guy that hit Ashin, I'm going to point at and say, you bootless clapper-clawed bugbear, stop hitting my friend and hit him with a vicious mockery. He turns to you and laughs as he makes the save. It literally came up with bugbear on its own. I didn't actually say that. (laughs) He kind of scoffs at that, but he rolled a 19, so... He's fine. Go to Rook. You're up. I will throw a javelin at the other. They're in melee range. They're within melee range of you, just so you're aware. Okay. I missed that part, apparently. Yeah, they um, hit. They, they hit Ashin with a. One weapon. of them hit Ashin yeah. with a long sword, and the other one with they trying with to hit sword. him with a long oh, sword. Oh, I forgot Ashin you... came up with us, okay? Yeah. He's, he's right you, there. Did you fucking kill this guy? Sheet. All right, killed uh, me with Warhammer time. Get get got. Uh, it's the whichever one I can hit. I don't care. Roll to hit. Sixteen to hit. Sixteen to hit misses. Oh. As you go with your Warhammer to hit the one that whiffed at Ashin, he has regained his senses enough to see the attack coming and slightly feign the blow. Ashin, you are up. Okay. I'm going to use my action to disengage and move up to the door. Okay. Yeah, you'll be right with Asteria. I have 35 feet of movement. Right next to the beer. I know these are 10-foot squares. 10, 20, 30, 5. There you go. It's a Proximus, anyway. It's a visualization. You're up. 
Um, I would like to attack the wolf in darkness. Can you see the wolf in darkness? I'm, yeah. I yeah, I can see in magical darkness as I cast two sorcery points to see in darkness. Perfect. I missed that part a long time yep. ago. That's All right, okay. go to attack the wolf. <laughs> I've been attacking everything in darkness, so I hope so. <laughs> Why um, have you been attacking them this whole time in darkness? I have been. He has, he has been. been. He's taken yeah. out a wolf and a hobgoblin all on his own. Um, 17 to hit. Uh, that will hit. And 13 damage. Once again, in the swift darkness, you're able to quickly and humanely come in and dispatch of the wolf as it doesn't make a sound as it slumps over and lays on the floor. I would like to move up within range of the bugbears and or hobgoblins and shroud them both in darkness. Okay. You're also going to shroud Gotorok <clears throat> in darkness. Possibly Droop and Mimir, just so you're saying. Just saying. Uh, not within melee range. Sorry, I'm not within darkness range. Within darkness range, okay. Yep, sorry. Here-ish. Yep. Okay. You realize that means we can't see them either, right? Very much so. Yep, but we can break for the inside. I'm gonna poke the darkness. If we can get the door open. As that happens, four more goblins burst out of the door. <laughs> Never mind. I seen you thought you were safe. <laughs> uh, let's see. Asteria, you're up. Uh, how many more? Three? Four. 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 Okay. I guess she's gonna move up and attack. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh rolled a natural twenty. So that's twenty-six. That'll uh, hit. Natural twenty is a critical hit. <laughs> yeah. That'll hit. Does that mean I double Double both? your dice? So, I mean, for both of the attacks, because she has a multi-attack in bear form. No, in multi-attack, you roll each of the attacks separately, and then the damage is applied for each one. But it's still doubled, right? No. Well, okay, so you attack with a claw first or something, right? Yeah, she does a bite and then claw. Okay, so you have a bite, and your bite damage is what critical. Okay. So the bite. Uh, Twelve damage for the bite. Okay. And is as, the goblin still alive? As you as you bite <laughs> the goblin, you rip its head clean off, and it falls to the ground. It is dead. Can I use my claw attack on the one next to it? Yeah. Heck yeah. 
It's 12 damage for the claw attack. You have to roll to attack him first. You do need oh, to roll, okay. to, roll to hit, yeah. That is a 21 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. Now you're a regular damage. Yeah, that was regular damage. It's 2d6. Okay. What's the damage? 10. 10. And as you bite the head off one, you turn to the other and you swipe and your claws rip deep into its chest and it cries out. And you momentum with its body and your claw fling it into the side of the wall and it slumps over and doesn't move. It is dead. And that is it for me. Is your multi-attack bite claw or bite claw claw? Mm. Bite claw. It just says bite and claws. Okay. So the claws are together, I'm assuming. Yep. Okay. Me. You were wondering if she was going to get three attacks out of it? I'm guessing. Yep. It would be nice. Do okay. That would be nice. <laughs> All right. One of the hobgoblins that is now shrouded in darkness moved forward enough to touch the wall and turns to the right and sees Godoruk and attacks with his sword. Sup? Twelve. Not hit. The other hobgoblin wanders in that darkness. Bamir, you're up. Uh, Knight, just to quickly say, I believe in darkness they can still try to attack me. Oh, uh, they can't can see they? anything. Yeah, but they don't know you're there. I'm, oh, they, he, they don't know? Okay. I, yeah, we're, we're just gonna right. let the DM DM. All right. Bamir, you're up. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to point at the goblin that's closest to the door. Okay. And say, uh, hold the door, you paunchy elf-skinned flax wench. And uh, require a wisdom save. It makes the wisdom save. Six, well, 16. Oh. Does 16 make it? Yeah. I the DC is 13. Yeah, I, I figured it made it. Yeah, so he makes it so he just looks at you oddly, not really understanding what you just said to it. <laughs> what? Godoruk, you're up. I will attack that same hobgoblin. Okay. Eighteen to hit. That will hit. Finally. Nine damage. For nine damage, okay. And that's with your with your Warhammer, correct? Yes. As you approach the hobgoblin. 
that has just tried to attack you. You swing and deal an uppercut straight to its chin, breaking its jaw and hearing this crunch. It's still standing, but very badly hurt. Not dead. Ashin, you're up. Um, there's like a fresh hobgoblin still standing. There's two fresh hobgoblins right? standing right in front of you. How far away are they from me? Within, I mean, 10, 10 feet at most. Cool. I'm going to back up 10 feet. Okay. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to move my hunter's mark to the one that's, I guess, on the left Closest? of those two. Okay. Sure. And I'm going to fire an arrow at him. All right, roll to hit. Natural 20. Wow. Hit. You don't say. To the face. Uh, that would be... Eighteen damage. As you back up, as you're leaning backwards, you draw back an arrow and let loose towards that goblin. It catches him right through the eye and forces him to spin as he collapses to the ground dead. I think I hate hobgoblins more. They're like... Uh, regular goblins turned up to 11. A little bit. That remaining goblin, seeing all three of his friends be completely dispatched, disengages, and goes back inside. Coward. Boo that man! Boo him! Boo this man! Leif. Yep. Um, so there are two hobgoblins in front of me, right? Correct. One okay. shrouded in darkness and one not. I would like to use a sorcery point to cast Twin Spell on Eldritch Blast and okay. target both of them. And let's see. 18? 18 on just the... hits. Okay, that's on the weaker one. Okay. And then... 26 with a nat 20. That'll obviously hit. Okay. And roll. That's critical. It is. That's an owie. It's a <laughs> big hurt. hit. Okay, so five on the weakened one. Okay. And... Sixteen on the other one. As you see these hobgoblins in the darkness or through the darkness, you reach out both hands and materialize purple energy. And as you let loose that energy, 
The one goes into the heavily injured hobgoblin, exploding his head, and the other hits the one still in darkness, engulfing his whole torso in purple death, and he falls forward dead. Um, and I would just like to move up to the rest of the party and drop darkness. There are no more enemies in sight. But we know there's more on the other side of the door. But there are more on the other side of the door. Well, I'm not going through first. I will. You can hear turn is it? movement <laughs> going up above you. None of the goblins that you heard before are moving. Assyria, what do you do? Oh, I don't know if I want to go through that door first. Question. The giant bear? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, do, is this wall scalable? No. And when the last one took off, did you leave the door open? Yes. Okay, I guess I'll go through the door. All right. I'll at least move up to the door and look inside first. Yeah. <laughs> Peer my head through. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a. <laughs> As you. Here inside the door, you can see a long hallway with a hanging curtain rag and rubble inside. There is a door to your left that is shut. The inside of the castle seems a bit more ravaged than the outside, betraying just how old and decrepit this place really is. But there's no... There are no enemies. No enemies. So I will move in. There's enough room for the party to come in. Okay. Move up to that, like, second square. All right. I'll wait for everyone else to come in. Should be a goblin in there. Hmm. It could be a bunch of shit in there because that's a big room. <laughs> um, Bamir, it's your I'll turn. I'll move in. Oh, we're doing okay. Yeah, we're still on initiative. We're still on initiative. Order. Yes. Because then Goderic doesn't have to rage again. Um, Bamir is going to move up behind Asteria. I guess to the door. Okay. Um, making sure to stay out of the way so everybody else can pass through it if they can get up to it. So I don't think I've got enough to go through and, and or do I? You could have taken the dash action. Um, I'm going to ready a spell for if I see an enemy come out of hiding or okay. it go enter my line of sight. 
basically. Okay. I'm going to say from your line of sight, you can see the opposite side of this doorway, but you can't see on the other side of the door. Go to Ruck. I would like to move up as far as I can. Okay. You can make would two you like there. To take, would you like to take the dash action? Mm. Yes. Okay. Move up, I guess, to that second door. Or as far, as close as I can get to that yeah. second door. There you go. Fair enough. I'll be with Ashin. Um, I'm going to stand, I'm going to move up and stand like behind or like behind and next to Bamir. So here? So I have, yep. Okay. Well, you are closer than me, so. Yeah, you, you can technically move inside if you wanted to. I'm aware. Okay. second here why are you hiding behind me oh At i'm just time, waiting for an enemy to come out so i can pluck him in the face you should say that you see the door open into the room and hold on let me rearrange these little bastards here one of them doesn't look so little Okay. As the door opens, go to rec- you can see a two goblins standing in front of you. One of them that just opened the door obviously is not in sight. And that was his action. Keeping initiative order between two different encounters is fun. Uh, Leif, you're up. Can are they making sounds? I mean, they have been making sounds this whole time, but you also hear a cacophony of noise as the battle rages at the front of the castle. Okay. Just wondering. <laughs> I wasn't sure if they were still technically stealth. All right. Um, I Leif would like to move um, the wall, the stair, the wall just in front to the right of the stairs. What do you mean? Uh, like right below Droop, kind of. Okay, like here? Um, we can't see like here. I uh, have him yeah, right but there. like but further south. Like here? I, I assume. Yeah, that's it. I, yep. I'm and moving your token. You can't see. I know. I'm, I'm waiting for. There's a delay. delay. Oh, the delay on the stream. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. <laughs> I was like, I'm moving your token. You can't see. All right, continue. Um, We're not on mixer anymore, people. And then <laughs> I would like true. to cast. It's true. We're not. Fusion. Sorry. Basically, like just after that uh, murder hole, like right in like the center of the room, or that, like first square. You'd be able to, to like, do right in this square right here. Well, the first, yeah, the first square on the other the side first, of that, uh, that slit. Yeah, the first square. Yep. I would like to cast sleep at second level. Sleep? Yeah. Hmm? What's the radius on sleep? 
Uh, it's 20 feet radius and 90 feet uh, range. Okay. All right. All right. And I would roll 78s. Okay. Uh, seven. Um, and that would be 41 sleep. 41 sleep. Okay. So 20 foot through there. That would cover all four of them. It would cover three of them. If you're putting it here, that would cover these guys. This guy would be the only one left not asleep. And then I said 48. So yeah, yep. so these three are now asleep. This guy is left standing. We can't see what you're indicating, by the way. I know the the, the yeah. big one, the one by the door, and the one closest <laughs> to where he did it are asleep, and now the one furthest away is still awake. Okay, and then I'd like to use the rest of my move to get as close as I can to the rest of the group. Okay. So I will put you here. All right. So this guy's asleep. That guy's asleep. Go kill the last one, Droop. (laughs) Droop can't move yet. So the last remaining goblin, seeing everyone fall asleep, takes aim through the door at Godoruk. 21 to hit. Ow. That hits. Hey, you're raging. That is going to be three damage. Is that it? Halved? That's the halved, yes. Okay. Three damage. That just made him mad. Take Er. take your three damage. Asteria, you're up. Can I try? Can I move between the sleeping guys without disturbing them? I mean, sure. Okay. I'll go intact the awake one. That's a long way to go. I'll move up. You're going to move up? Okay. Yeah, I'll move up. Okay. And that's kind of my turn. Okay. Droop is going to hug Ashin's bum. Don't leave Droop. And we're back that's to Bamir. That's Gage's butt. <laughs> Wrong butt, Droop. Wrong cloaked figure. <laughs> or Droop doesn't know to be fair. butts. All right. Uh, Bamir is going to move up to the door next to Godorek. And he's going to... Uh, he's going to cast another vicious mockery at the wake goblin. Okay. And say, 
But you're not tired, you venom tickle brained bum bailey. Require a wisdom save. Uh, it's an 11 had failed. Ooh. Then he is going to take four points of damage. Max damage, right? Yes. Max damage. And uh, he is going to suffer disadvantage on his next attack roll. Well, actually, he's going to suffer a cranial hemorrhage as blood starts seeping from his ears and he collapses dead. Killed another one with just my words. Just saying. Literally. I'm sorry, I can't hear you from out here. (laughs) With all the commotion... check. Hold on one second. With all the commotion, these we had an additional combat. Two (laughs) additional goblins have come to the aid of the hall. second here. This is a hell of a lot of things to manage. (sighs) Okay. So we'll be done with that. And we will say you and you. Okay. That was you, Bamir. Okay. Go to Ruck. Uh, I will recklessly throw my uh, last javelin at the frontmost of the two new goblins that came in. Okay. Uh, Roll to hit. 19. How many javelins is that you throw now? Three? Two. I thought it was two. This is just my second one. Yeah, I only okay. had two left. Oh, that's right. You were going to attempt to throw. Okay. Yeah. What did you hit? What did you roll? Uh, 19. That'll hit. Give me some damage. And then get your cameras out of the way. Ten damage. As you throw your javelin, as you see this goblin round the corner, it catches him straight in the chest causing him to uh, collapse his chest and lean backwards and fall over dead. I will Ashin. go into the doorway. I want to I want to go in and see what's you all in that the doorway. Room. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Ashin. Um, I want to use my full movement to get to where I can see the goblins that are standing up. Okay. Probably here-ish would be your full movement. And you can see okay. the one goblin remaining standing up. Okay. I would like to uh, right. use my bonus action to move Hunter's Mark to that goblin. Okay. And then I would like to uh, roll to hit. All right, roll to hit. 16. That'll hit. Twelve damage. As you loose the arrow, it sails right into the goblin's chest, causing him to stagger back and then fall forward. And it is dead. And we can finally combat. We still need to kill the other goblins. But yeah, they are not aware asleep. of your presence. Or are you talking about the ones that are asleep? The sleeping ones. Um, technically, it's still a combat. Technically, it is still a combat. So we kill an initiative order and everything? Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Sorry. No, you're yeah. fine. Leif, you're up. Um, they're all prone, so any range attack has disadvantage. So correct. Well, they're also incapacitated, so they are, yeah, but true. they're still prone. Um, Leif would just like to use stash action to get next to Asteria. Okay. Uh, 10, 20, 30, 40. Yeah, okay. All right. Once he gets in, he just kind of looks around. Aha, it worked. And then we have Styria. He's going to attack the closest one. Okay. So since they're incapacitated, is it... Is there advantage you get advantage or something on, associated? on melee attacks. Okay. So roll to hit with advantage. You're going to go after the big one since he's closest to you. Okay. It's uh, a natural 20. Of course it is. Let's go. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. Let's go. I think it's safe to say the thing is dead. So it's okay. Any if the creature is unconscious, which is what sleep does, any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. Oh. Oh. Okay. 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 Well, <laughs> it's, there you go. It's dead. Yeah, it's safe to say it's dead. <laughs> is it? We're, yeah. Well, no, I want you to roll the damage because I want to see if you're okay. able to kill it with the claw, with the bite by itself, or the claws, or bite okay. and claws. Well, the bite. 
20 damage. Just with the bite? That. Just with the bite. Yeah. As you, mm, how does- as you stand over the body of this oversized oh. goblin, you bite down right on its throat, ripping it out. And without even so much as a peep, it's dead. She still has a claw attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can move and make a claw attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll move to the next one and make a claw attack. So is that is it still auto crit? Uh, you have to hit it. Yeah. But yeah. once you hit it, uh, yeah. you have advantage. Yeah, you have so advantage. advantage and guaranteed crit if you hit. Okay. I love so it's very dice light. today. I love you. It's another natural twenty. Wow. Let's <laughs> don't even need. To say don't even need. As, <laughs> as you walk over to the next sleeping goblin, you ruthlessly take your claws and slash right across its chest and push down, collapsing itself upon itself, leaving nothing but a puddle of dead goblin. Yeah, have you ever seen like the picture of like a like a polar bear trying to bust through the ice? Pretty much that. That's kind of how I pictured that. That is a hundred percent what just happened. <laughs> murder, murder bear is done with her turn. Murder bear is done with her turn. <laughs> Why have guns when you can bring a bear to a sword fight? Right. Droop is going to continue to be huddled with you all. Droop, do you want to hit a goblin? Huh? No. (laughs) Stay safe. He's sleeping. Just hit him in the head. No. Come on, make him off. (laughs) Vamir. Uh, Bamir is, uh, Bamir is just going to take, uh, take cover behind the door frame, I guess, and make sure nothing else is going to come out. Well, if and something else is going to come out, he's going to cast a spell at it. Okay. So you're going to ready. I'll give you two okay. guesses. Yep. Go to Rick. It's up to you. <laughs> what spell? Vicious mockery. Oh, that that was one guess, but sure. Go to work. Uh, I'm trying to kill the last one. Uh, so roll to hit. Let's roll for dad. Oh, I thought it was an automatic critical. You have to have roll to hit. First, to hit it. And if you hit, it's a crit. It's okay. 24. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Uh, fun part. Sixteen. You walk over to the last remaining goblin. You're holding your hammer with the bear head at the top. You flip it over so that the hammer end is now at the bottom, and with one arm you swiftly drive it down on its head, dispatching with the last remaining goblin. And now... We are done with combat. Yay! <laughs> and gone. we are going to take a short break. 
Oui. Let's go, fam. That was something. What up, Mystic? How you doing, man? Dude, the dice are on fire right now. Holy crap. You guys are freaking critting left and right. Oh, your stepdad burnt something. It was rank. Oh, no, nightmare. Ugh. Sorry, what's going on, goat? How are you, Foxy? Hello, hello. Uh, let's see. Who was it? it was Scorp? And then was it was it Sniper Bean? Sniper, are you still around? What's good, man? There's some high rolls, man. They are they are rolling extremely well. Extremely well right now. Let's see. Let's we'll go we'll go with mellow mood. Mellow mood for break, guys. If you need to take a little bio break, do your thing. I'm gonna stretch a second. Okay, and I'm gonna That's stand up. Oh, but I'll hold down chat while we do. Rhyme, thank you for the follow. Implacable Lemon, thank you for the follow. Nacho, thank you for the biddies. Appreciate you so very much. <sighs> Guys, we are getting close to 1,100 follows. If you are new, don't be afraid to hit that button. <sighs> Man, that combat <laughs> just kept going and going and going. That was awesome, though. Gage, that freaking darkness, dude. Holy moly. That was great. He's probably not here. But oh well. Can't tell because he doesn't have a chance. Have a question. <laughs> have an answer, Scorp. You know what? No, we're going to give us some happier music while we're doing this. There we go. Happy music for our break time. I'm just going to sit back and slouch down a second. Oh, my goodness. Hope everybody's having a good night. Oh, I can hear my dog. Guys, I got to let the dog out. Scorp, ask your question. I'll answer as soon as I get back. Always a good night when DSD is on. That's right. We do this every Saturday night, guys, if you're new. During the first section, the two works in cam. Okay, I'm back. Two works in camp? What about them? There's a battle that's going on separate from everything that we're doing. It is It is what it is. Guys, I gotta go let the dog out. I'll be right back. That went a lot better than I thought it was going to go. You're also muted. I realized that. Uh, yeah, no, I was 1,000% prepared. Can you turn off? Thank you. Uh, I was prepared to just run. <laughs> just, just run <laughs> toward the gates. Just screw it. I was going to. I was going to rage, grab the hammer, and just go. If y'all didn't, if something didn't happen soon. We killed three wolves, four hobgoblins, three more I hobgoblins, I and then six hobgoblins. We, we killed like 20 plus enemies. Murder I'm not bear. saying I wouldn't have died. Yeah. But, but like that went really well. Like the only one who took damage was you and Asteria, I believe. 
three damage. Three. I so figured you took five. Yeah, I took five. Yep. But my uh, hit points go up when I'm in a bear form, so. Slave killed five people and incapacitated three. That's good. I only kill one thing and wound others. Well, I guess I killed two things. Yeah, you killed the the incapacitated one. Also, incapacitation is nice. Yeah. I also burned through all my sorcery points, all my second level spell slots, so... Did we just have a long rest? Yep. You're out but, again? So, casting darkness costs two, twinning the Eldritch Blast costs one. Me using darkness as a second level, I only get two slots of those. So I only have one second oh. spell slot left, which I use to cast sleep to incapacitate three enemies. That reminds me. I, I have all my first thoughts. level, though. Well, I like being melee. I mean... Yeah. Don't run out of melee slots. <laughs> no, and I mean, Leif also has a talon, so. I'm I'm the sorcerer that isn't useless when his spell slots are gone. <laughs> I wanted to throw talon. <laughs> I mean, you, you can. It's a versatile weapon, though. I don't think it has to pass. <sighs> Alright. Less Sorry. to actually hit something and more to just in an area and, and you know. well it's there's no longer darkness on talent yeah so during this we'll action the first two orcs in the time. camp there are only two could they have decided to attack the orcs yeah you do anything <laughs> almost did uh, what if they did if we decided to attack the orc camp if they would have decided to attack the orc camp that would not have been good as 30 orcs emerged afterwards yeah, we wouldn't we have died. attracted a lot of attention. Granted, I would not have been for attacking the orcs. It would have been more trying to talk to them and use the I'm just saying. And hope that we not wouldn't die. Have ended they're, the best. they're in the middle probably of a not. siege. They're good. They I'm aware. Talk to you. <laughs> also, guys, thank you so much Savage for Savage is hosts. aware. <laughs> Mike, I Go saw to the host too. Mr. Deep Bluebeard. Thank you guys so much. I don't know... I know Mike's usually probably a deliberate host. I don't know, Bluebeard, if you're guys host there. But guys, make sure you're following Mystic Mike if you haven't already. Oh, my goodness. I got to follow Rhyme. Hey, can we get a shout-out for Mike? I just did. I want to make sure that I'm following Mike. Pretty sure that I am. Yes. Okay, good. I thought so. I was like, at this point, I'm double checking because the amount of stuff that's happened this past week in my brain have not been the greatest. <sighs> oh, before the horn? So those were hobgoblins. They could have attacked the hobgoblins before the horn. Yeah. I mean, still, you're, you're, you're going to end up with a... You're obviously stepping onto a battlefield. For those of you guys that are new to the series, uh, a few episodes ago, I think it was episode four our party responded to a skirmish between goblins and orcs and the resulting kind of backstory of that was that the orcs are, have moved into this area because the goblins have now moved into this area and they are trying to repel the goblin kind of, uh, you know, incursion, so to speak. 
And so when they talked with Brugor, who is a blade of Ilnithal, which is a fairly high-ranking officer within the military hierarchy of the orc kind of people, um, basically he said, the castle's ours, we're going to kill all the goblins, stay away. So in the time that's taken our group, Redemption, thank you for the fall, in the time that's taken our group since then, to go on their various adventure quests. Thingies. Thingies. That orc warband has now made its way from their camp uh, around Wyvern Tor to Cragmaw Castle. Because at the time, Brugor did say that he knew where the castle was. He just wasn't going to tell the party. And the party was too absent-minded to look at the map at the time that was on his table. Ah, fun times. Anyway, there was good lore happening. There was good lore happening. Good I'm not gonna. Happening. I'm not gonna say there wasn't good lore. I'm just saying that that was the thing that happened. Also, can we get a shout out from a man, Tim Cade, for uh, for giving this that beautiful, that beautiful, beautiful host raid initially? That was fantastic. And again, if you're new, don't be afraid to drop that follow on the channel and to also check out Dungeon Nights as Cataract has already done that YouTube link there. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll take you to the tubes where you can see the entire adventure from start to finish, including a one-shot in Theros, which is the new source material that launched last month, I believe. So, or earlier this month. One of the two. All right. Yeah, it launched just a couple of weeks ago. Let's Three weeks. get in back into it, shall we? Faded, are you still eating? No, not me. <laughs> Who turned off no. the cameras? The people oh, turn off cameras? What happened to the cameras? Bamir is gone. Oh. I'm, I'm in Bamir's spot. Yeah. <sighs> Engage is in my spot. It's all right. We'll fix the cameras here in a second. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Cat, that's you not in from here anymore? Uh, he, he disconnected. Got so me. we'll give him a minute to reconnect. All right. Short break turned into a little bit of a longer break. I have a puppy. A young lab puppy who did not go potty before his bedtime. I'm surprised oh. Godric didn't try to attack the orcs after the hobgon attack. So, Scorp, so if you remember, Godric doesn't want to attack the orcs. Godric is a half-orc, and he actually was was kind of given a nod to family, kind of, or a nod to acceptance when he was there with Brugor. I doubt that he would want to attack him. I don't know. What do you think, Savage? Would you have tried to attack, or were you going to try and parlay? Definitely gonna try to parlay. Savage is a nerd. We're all nerds here. A little bit. I look. I said before, I did not think that I was the type of nerd that did D and D. Many years later, I now know I am exactly the type of nerd that does D and D. I fully oh, embrace that nerd. Fully embrace. Sorry, I was, uh, so because it's her birthday yeah. today, we, <clears throat> we got carabas. Carabas, ooh. And I was eating some more. I'm, I'm just going to also say that I'm actually not mad at the how I've done the music this week. It seems to be staying afloat yep. for the time being. I made it full screen instead of windowed, and it seems to be holding up well. I'm only calling him that because he didn't respond to my hearts. Fair. 
No, you're, Scorp, you're fine. But yeah, no, no. Godorok is a half-orc, and part of what he wants is to belong. And Brugor, in that episode, also told him that what he thought was the demise of his parents at the hand of orcs was not. Most likely. Most he, couldn't, likely. he couldn't tell him for certain, but he basically said the, that the reason that Godorok was told that his parents were killed was that his dad was an orc and his mom was not. And... Brugor basically said, "We we don't care who you you uh, you mate with. We just don't matter to us. You you can you can fuck who you want." It's pretty much what he said, and and so that kind of was like, uh, "Well, no, we wouldn't be attacking you if you were a half orc." In fact, a lot of the ranks of orcs are half orcs that have kind of been assimilated into the fold within orc culture. And in many ways, they're stronger than standard orcs because they take on traits of their other half. It's pretty neat. So what he's saying is, I'm going to turn on the party. And do that. <laughs> I won't turn on the party. Well, we also Maybe. established that orcs are not necessarily bad in this in this particular narrative. It's orcs have an agenda. And that is to find a place to belong, and they're going to fiercely defend that place. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to uh, willingly <coughs> or, or indiscriminately just attack without reason. There's more motivation behind their actions than what you would think. I'm trying to give this campaign depth, damn it. <laughs> it's working. I, kind of want to, I want to give this world... A place. Does it help that I had a, a yingling black and tan with my pasta? It does. That that sounds amazing. I'm just trying to see if Cataract ever rejoins the. Uh... Yeah, he hasn't said anything in like, yeah. the Discord or anything. So I'm I'm willing to bet he probably just had a little bit of a rip a dip. We'll give him we'll give him another couple minutes. And if he doesn't come back, I don't know what we're gonna do. We might have to call He's... it there, which would be super sad because. The session's going really well. He's typing in the... Oh. Yeah, his internet pooped. Ah, there he goes. Is it going to unpoop? Hope it does. I want a more murder Has bear. Has it wiped yet, or is it still <laughs> pooping? Has <laughs> it wiped yet, damn it. <laughs> 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 oh, the beauty of D&D Online, though, fam. I love it. We'll get there. Sorry for the delay. We had one of our members DC due to internet issues such as life when you D&D online. Yeah, I thought that was going to be me tonight, not him. Shh. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> you hush your mouth. I was trying to start a campaign with some local friends of mine Aww. online, but That's all awesome. of there. All of their uh, internets are, are crap. Like, I think the best of them, excluding me, gets like five down and not even a full meg up. Ooh, yikes. Yeah. Yikes. DSL? Hello? They live out still in town, but not in town. That's right. I live in the like, middle of town. It's so. like Michigan Frontier Internet. Yeah, see, I, I live in the middle of town and get like five hundred up. So, <laughs> I 
so there's, uh, we um, have to postpone that. There's a, a friend I used to have who his his there's like two homes in his area. All the surrounding places are fine around their, their homes, but his and the neighbors across the street aren't able to get internet more than like yeah, like one megabyte. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yep. That's just moved. But like that was just like, okay. That you can never upgrade because everything in the surrounding area is fine. But like the people like a hundred feet down the road, fine. The people right across from them and them, nope. That, it's like in a weird dead spot. It I don't know if I'd be able to live with that. Yeah. I go through three to four terabytes of data a month. That's a lot of data. I, mm -hmm. I I come home and I am on my computer and that's it. <laughs> okay. Terex Wi-Fi is still pooping. Give it some privacy. Give it some privacy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Probably needs to eat more fiber. More fiber. Or less fiber. Divinity, hi. Hey, You're catching buddy. us on a short break right now. We had a Wi-Fi crap out for one of our peeps, but how are you? Oh, cataract! Yay! Got to get in here. And at least you found me! Yay! And thank you so much for the follow! We are now seven away. Seven follows away from 1.1k. I love it. It's weird. It's weird to be back on, like, the follow grind again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That mixer poop in the bed. That's a something else. It's a, it's a something else. Uh. <laughs> Whenever droop becomes not droop and more of radiant droop. Well, he gets forced to do something other than I probably. We'll see. That's nice. You've given me another reason to never come to your place, Nightman. Yeah, a scorpion? I mean, again, most of those that you can get are like African emperor scorpions, which their stings are about a bee sting, and they're typically not hostile, but like, just Let seeing a scorpion... Would still suck. Just, just seeing a scorpion would be a big no-no. For me, at least. I would be like, uh-uh, no-no. Well, that Gage is going to have his internet cut out. Yep. All right. Everybody go ahead. At least it was kind enough to wait for our break. Right? I mean, great timing. Asteria, right. you have less <laughs> hair on your head. All right, guys. Everybody cameras off. Faded, then corrupt. Faded, you're first. Then corrupt. Then cataract, and then cause. 
Alrighty. And we're back. Ugh. That was fun. We never found one in my trailer, but all the time in the house we live in. Oof. What about a camel spider? Mike, that they can just F off. I've seen pictures no. of those boys. Uh-uh. Um, I've, I've been up close those. to them. They're they're fun. <laughs> I don't want to live in a town that even has one in it. Like, no. Well, so camel spiders, uh, they're they're indigenous, I think, to the Middle Eastern deserts. And the worst thing about camel spiders is that they're attracted to shade. So you could be standing there and it's going for your shadow. But they're also uh. the size of your leg. So <laughs> like 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 a, a, a full grown camel spider from the pictures I've seen look about the size about from your knee down in terms of length. That's if the legs are fully extended. <gasps> Fudge, yeah, they're, they're, that they're really noise, not, dude. They're not much bigger than, I think, the palm of your hand normally. No, they're bigger than that. <sighs> yeah. Um, no, thank you. Camel spiders can reach up to six inches long and weigh up to two ounces, according to Google. According to Google. Google ain't seen the pictures I've seen of, of soldiers holding up a giant-ass spider. Yeah, the, Looks like it's out the, of arachnophobia. The, the one that I saw was from, like... The tip of my middle finger here down to about here that's the body by the way <laughs> the legs were like another four <laughs> inches on either side it's like the size of my cat no no thank you very much um and you know uh, that's not even the scary thing about them like their size that i don't care about their size the thing that bothers me is how fast they are because <laughs> you, right. you take off now sprinting away from movie. it it's gonna outrun you Camel spider will outrun a human. <sighs> All right, let's talk about something else. There's things crawling on my leg Back now. to D&D. &D. <laughs> Dude, spiders are scary fast, and they can uh. jump. They are, they are, I'm, you, uh. you know what also can jump? We can jump right into the session. We can yeah, jump right yeah. back into the session. Thank God that you did. Wonderful segue. like to make a wizard on our next playthrough wizard oh no 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 he's gonna have a familiar of a spider in the afternoon how did you know wait can you yeah i think that familiar does have a spider on that list yeah they have a spider for a familiar crap in the afternoon of the battle one more time for the video cut in the aftermath of the battle you assess the carnage and assess your own wounds you look around and realize that this is must once have been the castle's banquet hall the ceilings soar up to 25 feet high there's two large wooden tables with benches around And in the middle, or in, excuse me, in one of the corners is a brass brazier with glowing coals underneath it. Must have been where the goblins were cooking food. There's dirty dishes, half-full pots, moldy bread, and gnawed bones all over the table. At the western end of the hall, where the additional goblins came from, you can see that there's a wall of rubble but there seems to be a pathway intact. 
you can still hear the sounds of the skirmish ongoing outside. And you take a brief respite. I'm going to take my javelin out of the chest of the one goblin. Okay. I am just going to, for argument's sake, is everybody going to go into the banquet hall? Sure. Yes. I would like to collect the ears off the goblins that are dead. Droop is going to look at you mortified. Good job, bud. Why? Why you take ears? Why you take our ears? They're evil. You're not. I don't... I don't understand. It's okay, little buddy. These are bad guys. These are bad goblins. All the goblins in this castle are bad. Troop just... Troop can't look. He's going to walk over to Asteria and bury his head in the fur of one of your legs. He's clearly (laughs) traumatized by this this act. Looks at Ashin like, really? (laughs) Nice time. (laughs) I'm going to add them to my string of ears and put it away. I'm done, Droop. You you really need to stop doing that in front of Droop. He followed us in. Warning, man. Warn him or something. I didn't get to give him a warning. He just is there. Before you start cutting ears off, say, hey, don't look. The sound of battle grows louder like it's approaching closer to the front of the castle. All right. We need to find... We need to find uh, Gundren and get out of here before the orcs get in. Um, There was like a curtain or something on the other end of that hallway. We just came in to get in this room. Do you guys want to go back that way and see what's that way? Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Wait, sorry. Yeah, let's do that. All right. There may be things in the other side of the room where the you move out into the from. hallway that you just previously came through to get to the banquet hall. And as you do so, you can see on either side of this path are just sheer pieces of rubble. It's like this portion of the castle is held up by thoughts and prayers to the gods and goddesses of old. Awesome. A giant draped worn curtain hangs in front of you. Um, I'm going to walk up. I was going to say, I'm going to walk up and just open the curtain and look on the other side. Ashin, as you go to peer through the curtain to see what's on the other side, you see nothing but two additional doors and another curtain. well guys the sounds of fighting are a bit subdued but still audible anybody got like a copper coin I'm a little short on coppers I want to flip a coin well, why don't we just go through the curtain okay waking up we're moving up to the next curtain 
you reveal what seems to be an old storage area of the castle. There's casks full of rotted food and provisions. It's pretty disgusting it and foul smelling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Give me a perception check. Um, perception property. There you go. And a five. 17. 17. <laughs> As you look around the room, you can see once again these barrels and halls with broken rubble. At the north end of the hall, you can see a bit of light. Ashin, as you go to investigate a bit more, you can see that there is indeed a hidden passage in and out of the castle from here. <coughs> well, shit. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Been good to know. That would have saved me a lot of energy. Um. Can I go up to the door? Sure. You approach Can the you? door. I will approach the door and attempt to open it. The door is unlocked. I will open the door. As you open the door, you see a room with another door at the other end and another draping curtain hanging, exposing to it seems to be another area. Potentially the area previously the door led to. I'll walk through the door I just opened. Okay. Give me a perception check. Natural 20. You can hear sounds on the other side of the curtain, like muffled footsteps pacing back and forth. Do they sound heavy? Or do they just sound like footsteps? You would think that they would be a slightly heavier step than your average goblin. I'll, like, attract the attention of the party. Yeah, we'll, we'll go up with him. I'll go up with him, really. That's a lie. Okay. And I'll, I'll point the direction that the sound came from and, like, touch my ear and then like, make, like... Hysteria is still in bear form. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> All right, party, what are we doing? Well, there's a door right here, and then we hear somebody that way. Leith misinterprets what Ashin's asking or saying, thinking that he means to walk towards the curtain. No, how? I literally went, I hear someone that way walking. You can't way. misinterpret that. <laughs> he wasn't paying attention for the first half. Listen, oh. over there, there's walking. <laughs> <laughs> Leif, as you make your way towards the curtain, you also hear the sound of footsteps. Puts a finger up and, and a thumbs up, like, okay, I got it. Now. I, I got it. I thought I was a blue. Uh, she's gonna two thumbs. He, he, I, he, yeah. 
Um. All right. Bamir is going to sneak up to the curtain and peek through stealthily. Give me a stealth check. Well, he's. I got a twenty-four. I was gonna say he's like because I'm the best at everything. With your bard-like stealth, you walk up to the curtain and peer through to the other side. You see two hobgoblins and one goblin keeping post of an arrow slit towards the southeastern side of the castle. Okay. I turn back and motion three that way. Kill. <laughs> Chill? Okay. <laughs> Do you like to um, <laughs> you gonna attack? I'm gonna I will move up. Okay. I'll move up and as well. If if I may like I'll I would like to make the first attack with my dread ambusher ability to oh. attack twice. We have to roll for initiative first if you're going to attack. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Let's roll for initiative. <laughs> I'm afraid. I rolled a one. I got a six. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Boy. Uh, yeah, I rolled a seven. I got a five. You have a minus two to initiative. I, I no, I rolled a five. I got I seven. You got. A you said that backwards. Five Jason. and then. Sorry. Did you get Bamir? Six. Six. All right. I, I got seven, not five. Sorry. Oh, seven. Okay. Perfect. You rolled a five and got a seven. Yeah, I said uh, I rolled a. I rolled a. I have a. Styria. Twelve. Twelve to the bear lady. Go to Nineteen. Nineteen. Ashin. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. Ashin, you're up first. Um You can roll with advantage because they are surprised. Cool, I'll take that advantage roll. Um so I'm gonna attack that uh Hobgoblin that's like standing over the beds in the okay. curve. Um, and my first attack is gonna be a twenty-three to hit. That'll hit. That's for seven damage. Not seven, I'm sorry. Seven plus five, 12. 12 damage. As you approach the curtain and you draw your bow, you just move the curtain enough to peer in and loose the arrow and it goes straight through ear to ear of one of the goblins, and he drops down. The other goblin then looks to your direction, 
good. But I'd like to use my Dread Ambusher ability to oh. fire at his face. Well, there you go. Roll to hit. Twenty-one. That'll hit. And that's twenty-two damage. And as he turns to look at you, you quickly loose another arrow straight through his eye, and he collapses backwards. And the goblin is like, ah. and Godorak, it's up to you. I'm gonna rip the curtain down, just screw stealth, and run in for that goblin. Okay. With my warhammer. Uh, 18 to hit. That'll hit. Eight damage. And as you run in and catch the goblin off guard, with one fell swoop of your hammer, you catch it across the face, and its neck hears you hear a break, and it drops on the floor. Dead. And you have cleared the room. I, oh. <laughs> you don't get to have all the fun, Ashin. I was grumbles and bear. <laughs> I don't speak bear. I don't know what you did. Can I understand what she's saying? Because I can speak with animals. You can understand animals. You you cannot speak animal. Speak that. It says comprehend and verbally communicate with. You can talk to her. And you can understand what she says. She still understands your words. Yeah. But I believe that's a spell you have, which would require you to cast it, correct? Is it a, uh, actually might be a spell? Mm-hmm. It was it's just, just an ability. I, I promise you, it was just a grumble, grumble, grumble. As you I'm sorry. enter the room, <laughs> you can see that this must have been some sort of barracks, as there are a number of beds in the room. In a small brazier lit to give them warmth. I'd like to douse that brazier. With what? My Water cloak. On, it? Is it a big fire? I mean, it's a brazier. We'd probably brazier. Cloak. Yeah, brazier. 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 Oh, oh, oh! I'm gonna empty my water skin on it. Okay. Hope you don't get thirsty. I'll be fine. I'm an elf. It douses the light, bringing a bit more darkness to the room as it is getting later into the day. Leif uses shape water and brings up all the water back into the air. Can I have it back? Yeah, I point to his water skin and it all flows back into the water skin. Is it a little sooty? No, little, I don't care. It's a little sooty, yeah. A little sooty. All right, cool. Okay. A little bit of ash never hurt anybody. All right. True. We need to find, you know. Um, At the I want to loot the hobgoblins. southern end of the room, you can see a door leading to a castle tower. 
Previously, you did not see any movement within because it was darkened. You can see, though, that the door to this room seems abnormally secure as it's barred by a thick piece of wood. Hey, Godric, can you do the heavy lifting here? Please. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to just, like, hold, like, like, put my hand up to Godric's face, like, stop. I'm going to walk up to the door, and I'd like to, uh, roll for perception to hear what's on the other side of the door. Sure. Give me a perception tab. 21. You hear nothing. Hmm. Seems safe. All right, go to open the door. I'll lift the bodies while they're doing this. Going for that door. On the bodies, you find five gold pieces a piece on each of the hobgoblins. The goblin had nothing but garbage. Five piece. Man, you'd think after all these raiding, all the goblins and hobgoblins would have more gold. I, I just added to my my thing, so it's fine. You can keep it. So, Godorek, you going to approach the door and remove the bar? Yeah. As you remove the bar, you lift it. <laughs> it's got some heft to it. <laughs> and you drop it, and it makes a big thud. <laughs> you hear a rustling on the other side of the door. I am going to grip my. I'm going to get my warhammer ready and look back, kind of glance back at the party, and kick the door open. As you kick the door open, pardon me. Let me get to my place here. That hurt. Kicking the door open. Yeah. Strength check. I will strength check it. The door was unlocked. You can kick it open. It's fine. As you kick open the door, making a very loud noise, you kick it open and it reveals an owl bear that has been captured and put Shut in this door. room as it Shut arouses and looks <laughs> no, at you no. and starts to slowly lumber its way towards you. Shut the door! I'm gonna make uh, no. you. I'm gonna give you. A, <laughs> Shut the door. No, I will try to cast speak with animals and talk to it. Okay. Tell it that we'll set it free. Tell us that we'll set it free. I will roll for persuasion if I have to. I want you to give me an animal handling check. Animal handling. All right, I'll take that. Eighteen. As the bear starts to charge the door. You reach out to it with your mind. And you can tell instinctively that this creature is scared. And you do your best to calm it. Go ahead and give me a persuasion check. I'm going to start. Can, I'm going to cut an arm off the goblin and bring it over <laughs> and throw it at the owl bear for food. No. <laughs> I was going to give it some jerky. <laughs> give me the check, please. Oh my god. Seventeen. Can can I offer that arm of a goblin as an aid for advantage on the check? Sure. Roll again. <laughs> Get a twenty. 
still a 17. Okay. All right. I want to, I want to feed the bear. Oh, as, my God. As Goderick, as you're reaching out with your mind and telling it to be calm and that you are here to set it free, the bear stops. And, Ashin, you throw in the goblin arm, and the bear looks down and immediately begins to devour it. You can see, even though it's an owlbear and it's covered with immense amounts of, of kind of feathery hair, that it is just been kind of emaciated and it must have been captured in here for a long time as it eats and then looks up at you you can see into its eyes and read its soul that this being just does not want to be here it means no one harm but it just wants to leave it's been here for some time can we make an owl bear friend i will pet it some more we'll uh, need one after we scar droop for life yeah, uh, I will to, to continue to attempt to, to soothe it, uh, tell it to stay here. I'm gonna we'll set it free. It's um, emaciated. I'm not gonna make it provide it with more food from the dead bodies. That is fine. We oh my drive. god, Droop is right the there. The bear acknowledges <laughs> right that you there. want to help it, but continues to move towards you to get out of the room. And it makes its and, way into the main <laughs> hall. And as it sees the rest of you, it is alarmed. Hands up. Give me another animal handling check. Uh, nat 20. <laughs> hey. You're once again able to reach out to the owlbear with your mind and let it know that the, no one in the room is there to hurt it. It communicates back with you that it wants to leave, and that is the only thing it wants to do right now. I will point it, since it's going to leave regardless, I will point it to the secret entrance, or at least tell it that that's where it is. You project the low. image of the entrance with your mind to the bear, and it nods with a <clears throat> and makes its way out of the castle. Can, can Green Bear and Owl bear, say hi to each other. <laughs> she may be a bear, but I don't think she speaks bear. Mm. I, I mean, can I could, speak. I could move um, around it. The the druid actually does have speak with animals, but Ooh. the barbarian doesn't let her, you know, do her job. Well, you're oh, also in bear form. I so. was there. I was. It was gonna kill me. It was gonna get to me before it got to you. So as the bear. <laughs> As the owlbear leaves the building, you can still hear the sounds of fighting, though it seems to be a bit more subdued. Looking into this tower corner, you can see that the upper floor has kind of collapsed to create a hollow silo about 30 feet high. The upper reaches of the room get lost in the shadows, but dust and rubble and broken glass are covered the floor. There's some old work tables and bookshelves in the south end of the room, and in the middle was where the beast must have been laying because it's the only place not completely hurtled with debris. Uh, can I get to one of those arrow slots? Sure. I mean, you can move it. around throughout the room. There's just things. Yeah. Uh, I would like to look out, and I'm specifically looking to see if I can see Brugor out there. Uh, he would be at the wrong opposite side. end of the castle. The opposite end of the opposite castle. Opposite end. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm going the wrong way. Yeah. Uh... Never okay. mind. I'll just look out and see what's out there. You see nothing. 
Nothing I seems to be approaching from that end of the castle. I would like to walk back the way that we just came into this room and go to the door that was in the hallway that we ignored. Which one? Uh, it's north of us right now, and it's on the right-hand side. Okay. So this door here. Yep. Okay. Leif peeks into the room with Godorook. Anything okay. else in here besides an owlbear? Doesn't look like it. Can you give me a perception check, Gage. Oh, okay. Uh, 15? So you see that kind of on around the area where one of the dilapidated tables is, there seems to be something under there as you go to investigate you push a little piece of rubble out of the way to see a wooden chest it was kind of hard to see from the door but you somehow managed to kind of peer into it as you examine the chest you can see that it is unlocked uh leif would like to cast mage hand on it and open it as you open it you can see that there is an assortment of coin and a few potions, or excuse me, a potion and two scrolls. Oh. This tower must have belonged to the castle mage. Did the uh, owlbear happen to leave behind like a fur feather thing or anything I could... <laughs> Did it shed? <laughs> sure. You can see kind of like a a little bits of, of kind of fur feathery hair there. Uh, if there is like a one. big piece of it, I I will take one, and I guess I'll take one brushing as well. Okay. We like trophies. Neat. I... You didn't kill it! <laughs> trophies. We'll take, we'll take the items, by the, the way, memories. in the chest. All right. How many coins? Ashin, give me a perception check. Uh, that's a 17. You're able to hear talking on the other side of the door, but you can't make out any distinguishable words or get a sense of how many people are talking. Although you now have noticed that there was a large... And the sound of fighting has stopped. Could I tell if it was an orc horn or goblin? Is there a difference? Would there be a difference? Well, if we're going by earlier, the uh, goblin horn was much deeper. It sounded like an orc horn to me. I'm not going to give you okay. any kind of a check. I'm just going to make you, I'm going to force you to remember. You're be part of the potty. It, it sounded like a orc horn to me. All right. Should we go? We need to find one. We, we need to find, um, what's his name and get out of here. Gundren. Gundren. Like yesterday. 
For being, for being good at everything, you sure aren't good with memory of things. Okay, Vimir remembers. <laughs> Cataract does not remember. Uh, um, so did Ashin tell us that there's something on the other side of that door yet? I haven't yet, but once you guys approach, I will. Okay, because I'm, I'm, I'm about to kick it down, if you don't tell me. <laughs> um, I'm going to look at the group, and I'm going to tap my ear and like make a hand puppet motion that there's people talking on the other side of this door. He's saying they're ducks. Quack, quack, mother. Yeah, they're a bunch of quacks. I will okay. lower my shoulder like I'm ready to run through the door. But I won't go yet. Wow. Giving y'all an option. Well, go what are loud we... or we can go in quiet. I've just shrugged um... Well, if they don't know we're here and we just bust through the door, is that a surprise round? Pretty much. That depends on if they're surprised or not. You took too long, I'm running through. <laughs> no one told me anything, I'm running through. All right. I I full speed sprint. I open the door before the door. he gets there. You whore. Um, that is fine. <laughs> Also, I still have my Warhammer out and at the ready for this. It's just... <laughs> I'm going for the door. Charging bull. As you run through the door, Godoruk, we're going to roll for initiative. Yay. <coughs> Ooh. Yes, ooh, indeed. 22. 21. Dean. Mm, 17. Okay. 24. Jesus. I rolled a 19. Steering? I rolled a 12. I didn't hear you. I said 16. Okay, 16. All right. I rolled a 20 and went less than you. Okay. It's five. Yep, plus five. Jesus. I have a plus no, five plus to initiative two. as well. Squishy ones, well, the ranged one and the squishy one have better initiative bonuses than me. I don't like it. Uh, you should actually like it. That means I can soften up your targets before you get to them. Like. Godoruk as you break through well <laughs> as you run through what is then an open door recklessly you can see within the room there is a very large bugbear and a wolf staring straight at you the bugbear seemed to be waiting for you and hurls a javelin in your direction. Rude. And he's going to miss. <clears throat> wow, that sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep my momentum and tackle him, but it's not a fish. <laughs> All right. And then...
was the bugbear's a... initiative? It, it's not. He had a ready to action. Right. He had a ready to action. Oh. That is a 25 to hit. Oh. That hurts. Sounds like a miss. And then a a 25 to hit, and then also a uh, 18 to hit. That also hits. Okay. So you get ambushed by something that you didn't see running in the room. It slams you twice for 14 damage and an additional 10 damage on top of that. So a total of 24 damage. You're not not raging, are you? Nope. Bang. He's about to be. After you do that, a wolf leaps at you. <laughs> and misses in his attempt to bite you as you are bludgeoned by the other entity in the room that you did not see. And Bamir, it's up to you. Okay, what do I see in the room? Bamir, as you look into the room, you can see a large bugbear and a wolf that have basically attacked Gotoruk. Okay. Um, I am... Actually, Gotoruk, it was right when you entered the room, so I'm going to keep you right here. And... I don't see whatever that blue thing is. Uh, nope, it was hiding behind the door. Okay. Um, I am going to... cast a fairy fire in the room. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna target it so that uh, it'll hit uh, if I can hit the bad guys and not Gutterek. So the the wolf and the orc and the bar and the bugbear. Okay, so the furry fire you're gonna try and cast it more towards the back part of the room. What's the AOE? Yeah, uh, it's a twenty foot cube. It's a twenty foot cube. So that would be kind of here-ish. Yep. Okay, that'll work. All right. Um, all right. They need to make dexterity saving throws. Okay. The wolf rolls a nine. And the bugbear, rather imposing foe, rolls a 20. Damn. 
All right. Well, the uh, wolf is glowy. Okay. And grants advantage. Against it. Yeah. Nice. Leaf. Unless you wanted to move. Um. Yeah. Oh. I'll, I'll just move back so people can get by me through the door. Okay. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a hair. Gotcha. Like five feet. Yep. Gotcha. It's up to you, Leif. Oh, yep. I'm gonna also. Uh, I, I sorry. I want to do a bonus action. Okay. Um. I would like to give uh, Bardic Inspiration to. Uh, uh, let's go with uh, Mysteria. Okay. Uh, he says. Uh, if you want to hit their head, do it well and make them dead. And grants her a d6 for the next 10 minutes that she can spend to bolster any roll. Awesome. <laughs> All right, Leif. Yep. Uh, I would like to move into the doorway behind Godorok, and I would like to, for the first time ever, Get to cast Hexblade's Curse on uh, the bugbear. Okay. And would you like me to read that for you? Yes, please. Uh, once per short rest, as a bonus action, this is a bonus action, uh, choose one creature you can see within 30 feet to curse it for one minute, or until the target dies, you die or you are incapacitated. Against the, against the curse target, you gain a plus two damp bonus to damage rolls, score a critical hit on a roll of 19 or 20, and you regain five HP if it dies. Okay. Awesome. Nice. So it is now cursed. Um, there we go. And then I would like to shoot Ice Knife into the bugbear. Okay. Roll to hit. Yep. Uh, and 19. That'll hit. Okay. And eight damage. Okay. And then they have to make a deck save of 14. Mates the save. And you said how much um, damage was that initially? Oh, um, eight. So 10. Sorry. Okay. So 10 total damage. Okay. And then the, um, the wolf would also have to make the deck save. Right. No, he's not adjacent. Yeah, he's not he's adjacent. Not within, he's not within five feet? Okay. Nope. No, the bugbear jacked with the javelin. Yep. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. All right. Godorak. You're a little beat up there, bud. <clears throat> um, being as hurt as I am and seeing that they can deal that much damage, I'm going to drop my warhammer to pull my great axe. Okay. It does a lot of damage. Okay. I will I will take a look at what the hell hit me so hard. As you look to <clears throat> the north of the room, 
you see what appears to be a dark-looking elf. I'm going to take a fling at it. Okay, roll to hit. Uh, oh, thank God. Uh, Did you want to rage first? That's what I forgot to do. I was doing something else. <laughs> yes. Just saying. Can I, can I rage as well? <laughs> I want to rage, reckless attack, and... I mean, add no. on my no, <laughs> no yeah, you okay. can no, I won't know. <laughs> and uh, use my great weapon master. Yeah, nineteen to hit. Okay, nineteen uh, hits. And I deal. Twenty-five damage. Okay. As you turn to look and see this dark elf, you swing your great axe and hit a great gash across its chest. It stands there and looks at you, almost with lifeless eyes. Then I'm gonna back like five more feet away from it. In which direction? Oh, attack. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, I'm, I'm gonna stay there then. Okay. Hurt. All right. Okay, so it is now the bugbear's turn, and he is going to attack you, Godorak, with a 19 to hit. Yeah, And he is going to come at you with a morning star, and as you have swung your great axe into this dark elf figure, he is going to come across and hit you straight in the back with his morning star for trying to do the the damage for 10 total damage that's me going that, down is that, that after having that's halved yes oh okay. that's why it took me so long oh. to do the math <laughs> i'll have no more health yep you drop and as he comes and swings and hits you, Godoruk, and strikes you in the back, you feel consciousness leave your body as you slump to the floor. Ashim. Um. I'm gonna use my bonus action to move my hunter's mark onto Grohl. Okay. And I'm going to roll to attack him. Okay. Roll the bugbear. That's 24 to hit. That'll hit. Seventeen. Okay. <clears throat> then I'm gonna use my dread ambusher ability to 
uh, attack him again. Okay. Natural 20. Okay. Okay. Let's go, dude. Oh, God. Do I have enough dice for this? Yes. Give me a second. I got to do some math. That's fine. Did you shoot him down? Uh, my dread ambusher ability. It does uh, 2d8 damage plus 2d6 damage plus 5. So 12, 20, 31, 33, 38 damage. And with that, pulling back and loosing arrows two to the chest into Grohl as he incapacitates Godoruk, you see him topple. And go left to right and uh, gives out. And I would like to take my movement. Okay. Go in the door, bang an immediate right, and take my full 45 feet of movement to go around to, like, the curve. I would say you're probably within area of attack of opportunity from the wolf. Doing that? I'll take it. Okay. So, All right. Well, this is already, you know, kind of dead. The wolf is going to do a 18 to hit. It hits. Okay. Did, uh, would the wolf, was the wolf's attack a ready to action? No, it's an attack of opportunity. You no, before through. though, because he might have used his reaction already. No, it, so Godoruk, they were waiting for Godoruk. So it was basically right. Godoruk was surprised because he had no idea what was going on in the room. Oh. So they got a surprise round on Godoruk is what happened. It wasn't ready to actions. All right, uh, let's see. So that is a... Uh, you That is a... You're going to take seven damage as it bites your leg, and you're going to need to give me a saving throw, uh, a strength saving throw. 19. And as it bites your leg... You're able to pull away. And you say you want to make... Where do you want to move? I have 45 feet of movement, so okay. I want to get as far away from the Ten. two enemies as I can within the room. Four. Okay. Put you right about here. Does... Does the wolf have the bite ability that when he attacks, doesn't it make you go prone if you don't make a save? Yep. 
I made the save. Oh, right. I wasn't paying Yeah, he just made the save. Asteria. Uh... Hmm. Bear charge. Hmm. How long have I been in bear form? I'm trying to think. How long I does it last? Two hours. You're good. And, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it's been like 10 minutes. Has it? Okay. I, I, I don't know. Um, she's going to go in and attack the wolf. Okay. Roll the hit. You have advantage. I do? Oh, yep. Yes. Fairy fire. Yep. Twenty-one. That'll hit. She's gonna bite it first. For twelve damage. Okay. And then the claw attack. Four. Six, roll the hit on the claws. Well, it's the multi-attack. Oh, you have to yeah. roll the hit okay. both times, though. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, you still have to yeah. hit both times. Just means you can attack more than once. But you get advantage, so you get to roll twice if you get a poopy roll. Correct. Correct. That's 21 again. Okay, definitely hits. Eight, nine, ten, for 12. As you see the wolf bite Ashin, as you're awaiting your turn to enter the room, you instinctively lunge forward and pin the wolf with your claws in biting straight into its chest. It expires. And as you do so, the elf in the room is going to take its opportunity to attack you, and that is a... 24 to hit. Yeah. And then also a, a dirty 20 to hit. Yep. And it is going to hit you for 14 damage. Okay. As it approaches you and sees you kill the wolf, it takes both of its hands and slams one right after the other into your side. <laughs> it hoits. Here, we're back to you. Okay. Um, so the only thing left is the dark elf looking dude. The dark elf looking dude. Um, Assuming they can see him now. Or can't I see mean, aware of his presence. it's attacking. It's attacking Hysteria. I'm you assuming can we can see attacking. it. Yeah, you can see something <laughs> attacking, but until you get into the room, you can't see it. 
Is, is it going to get an opportunity attack on me if I move into the room? Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah. If you look through the doorway, then you'd be okay. If you're trying to cast a spell. Unless you just straight um, go to attack it. Huh? Unless you just straight go to attack it with your short swords. Um. Uh, so I can't see it, but if I go into the room, I'm going to get a yeah. No, you can look through. Okay, if you look through the door, you'll be able to see it, Amir. Oh. It won't. You can, you can look through the door and see it at an angle and you can't see my mouse but like you you go from a all right move me to where i can see the thing there you go bam can see through the door okay i started over there and i couldn't see it (laughs) okay Uh, okay now you're good (laughs) good just say okay um, is, he, is he wielding anything or is he just attacking? He's just attacking with fists. Okay. Does he have any metal on him? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I am going to cast uh, Dissonant Whispers at him. Okay. At second level. What is that? Um, Dissonant Whispers is... Uh, I whisper a discordant melody that only one creature can hear. You must make a wisdom save. Okay. That would be a 15. Uh, It succeeds. Which means it only takes half damage. Okay. So it takes seven. As you whisper to this creature you can tell that it starts to shake and shiver a little bit but then shakes it off and regains but it looks like it had an effect Leif oh the whisper says go back to the darkness from which you came fiend You almost think that you see its face change as it shakes. Ooh, Leif. Yep. Um, as a bonus action, um, I would like to cast Hex on the Dark Elf. Okay. Um, just, do you want me to read that one too? You already read it for Grolf. No, this is, a, this is a different spell. Oh, it's a different spell, okay. Uh, there was Hexblade's Curse, which is my class feature, and this is my actual Warlock spell Hex. Okay, read the spell. Yep. You place a curse on a creature that you can see within range. Until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 necrotic to the target whenever you hit it with an attack. Also choose one ability when you cast a spell. Target has disadvantage on ability checks made with the chosen spell. Okay. If it drops to zero, you can use a bonus action to curse another target on another turn. Um, you can remove a remove curse cast on the target ends the spell early. Okay. Yep. So I will cast Hex. And then I will give him disadvantage for the constitution. Okay. Yep. And then I will cast frostbite on the uh, on him. Ooh. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. And so he has to make a con save of 14 at disadvantage. And he takes five damage. Okay. Plus the necrotic. Plus one. Okay. So six damage in total. Okay. As you cast this hex and then you cast frost, you can see up from the floor and its legs, crystals start forming. And then also the extremities of its body start to wither as it takes necrotic damage. But it's still standing. Godorak, you need to give me a... Did it it fail the con save? Yeah. Okay, then it also gets disadvantage on the next weapon attack roll it does. Yep. Godorak, you need to give us a, a, a death save, buddy. Yay. 17. Yeah, that's a success. I should have healed him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm kind of still dead. Big brain. He's not dead. You're unconscious. You're not not dead, 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 but... Ashin. I'm going to use my bonus action to move my Hunter's Mark onto the... Um, it's a Dark Elf, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Dark Elf! And then I'm going to roll... To attack. Oh, that's an 18 to hit. That'll hit. For 12 damage. Okay. As you loose an arrow, it strikes the elf in the chest. You can see it's laboring now with all the various forms of damage it's taken, but it's still standing. That's my turn. Okay. Asteria. She's going to... She's going to attack the Dark Elf. Okay. I don't still have advantage anymore, correct? No. Okay, just make sure. Well, not for me, at least. <clears throat> so 20 to hit. That'll hit. And just gonna do bite first. Okay. Ten damage. As you rear up on your hind legs and wrap this with your claws. You bite down right on the shoulder and the neck and take this thing to the ground. And as you do and back off the bite, the creature's body convulses and starts to shake uncontrollably. And you see its form shift in many ways, almost like water swishing around and its face goes from a dark elf-looking female to a blue monstrosity. The rest of its body does the same, and you can see this creature now laying before you where you once saw the elf. 
and it is dead. You killed Mystique. <laughs> um, um, I would like to yeah, use my did. bonus action to uh, move my hex to Ashi. What? Just it's just it's fine. Okay. Or I can move to no, I'm gonna realize that you did that, right? <laughs> Not, it doesn't do anything if I, as long as I don't attack you. I'm so confused why you're doing this, but that's fine. Um, sure. Holds concentration for an hour. If anyone goes to zero, I, I can put say. it to a new target. So I can just basically hold it on an ally. And if they go yeah. down, I can transfer it to an enemy. What's <laughs> <laughs> convoluted Okay. I thought that was going to happen. Interesting. Very interesting. I'm going to cast uh, Cure Wounds. <laughs> Um, there's a guy laying on the ground next to me. There's also a giant half-orc laying on the ground in the middle of the room. <laughs> what do you cure the half-orc for? I cure the half-orc for nine. Yodorik, you <clears throat> are officially up. Hurt, but up. You're alive. Ashina's look around the room for the dark elf that did what it did to me for the most part. Now everybody's heard it. Now everybody's dead except for you. Um Hey guys. Ashina, as you look down next to you, you see the unconscious body of Gundren. Gundren's taking a nap over here. Somebody want to wake him up? Is Teriel drop her wild shape form and go over to Gundren, see if he needs any healing? He is looking quite beat up. They have not been kind to him. Okay. Uh, she will cast Cure Wounds on Gundren. Two days. She's gonna heal him for 14. As you cast Cure Wounds on Gundren, you can see his labored breathing slowly gets more steady and his body starts to move as he groans. Oh, that still hurts. That still hurts good. And he rolls over and he looks up and he sees. Oh, friends, you found me. Look, look, look around. And he looks around map and he points to the bugbear which you have correctly identified as King Grohl get the map get the map okay I'm gonna drink my potion of healing just in case I'm gonna I'm gonna politely ask that Droop step out of the room for a moment 
Are you gonna mutilate more corpses? <sighs> Droop never entered the room. He's still out in the Droop hallway. Okay, five. cool. So he, he uh, learned his lesson. I'm gonna uh, <coughs> very impolitely remove the head from the dead bugbear and give it to Godric. Lump over there and take it, put it in somewhere, carry it around, whatever. You guys have a weird concept of trophies. Um, it's an outlander thing. Vamir's going to search the body for the map that Gundren is looking for. Leif tilts as well as anything else. Yeah. Leif tilts his head at the execution of the head and the decapitation of the head and then goes over to the blue blob thing and kneels down to inspect it. I am going to join um, Leaf in this endeavor. Okay. So I'm going to ask you to give me in Arcana check or an uh, investigation check. One of the two. I'll leave it up to you. Okay, that's, that's different. So am I doing this with advantage for them being helped? Sure. Okay. Uh, 18. As you look over this creature and you think back on its shape-shifting abilities, with your own changeling nature, you realize that this can only be one thing, a doppelganger. And Vamir, as you look around the room, you can see that this chamber has been set up as a crude living space with thick furs on the floor to serve as carpets. Seems to be old trophies hung on the wall. There's a large bed at the north end. And again, another brazier with coals burning brightly. There's a round table with several chairs to the south. And obviously, there was Gundren. As you go to look at Grohl, you do find the map to the Wave Echo Cave. And as you peruse the room further, you can see that much like the ill-conceived bugbear that he was, he was hiding a sack under his mattress containing a, a spot, you know, hefty amount of coin along with what you can easily identify are three potions of healing. And that's it. Okay. Gundren now gets up. Did you, did you find, did you find the map? Did, did you yes, still have yes, the map? Yes, Gundren, I found the map. You can't let them have the map. Thank heavens we saved it. <sighs> All right, we need to get out of here. Hey, um, we do. I'm going to take this moment to drink one of my potions of healing. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and cast Cure Wounds on myself. Did she take damage? I did. Yeah, she did. The... Um, she was down to 14 health. My potion recovered 8 didn't, HP for me. Didn't your bear take the damage? 
Transfer over. It's over. You, you you take all the damage that the bear took. No. Uh, no. Those are like temporary hit points. Yeah. So when you, sh the only time that you would take additional damage in your form is if the bear took over damage and you reverted back, and you Correct. would you would then take the rest of that damage. So I don't have. I didn't take any damage. No. That's correct. You should be at full HP, whatever yep. your full normal regular HP is. Okay. Let me fix that. D&D Beyond. Thank you. Now, if you want to cast Cure Wounds on Godera, he could probably use some more hit points. Yeah. Uh, actually, I will I will do that. I will uh, yeah. cast Cure Wounds on him. Didn't, didn't Godera drink a healing potion, though? He did. Yeah. I'm going to 18, though. Okay, you're taking right. okay. So I will cast Cure Wounds on him for 6 HP. So a little bit. Yeah. It's over half, so I'm feeling a little better now. As you continue wanna... to comb the room and look around and heal yourselves, you hear Droop cry out from the hallway. Uh, I go to the door and check on Droop. Help! Help me! Bamir, as you look through the door, you can see every single exit is, is completely filled in with orcs. And holding Droop by his head is Brugor. Put down my goblin! And we'll find out what happens next week. <laughs> I knew it, and it still made me mad. <laughs> I knew it, and it still made me mad. <laughs> I knew it, and it still pissed me off. 